to Season 2, Episode 8 of the 10-0 Podcast, the podcast designed for any athlete who knows they have more to give in this life to maximize their full potential. I'm your host, Danielle Gray, gymnast, fitness model, and founder of Train Like a Gymnast. On today's episode, I speak with one of my clients I'm proud to call my friend, Dominique Barnett. Dominique recently attended our fall workshop this month and will be joining us on our Hawaiian retreat in February 2020. I can't wait. This interview was originally supposed to be about her experience at our workshop, and it turned into a full-blown discussion about personal development and growth. This was by far one of my most favorite episodes ever. All you mindfulness junkies out there are going to love this. We talk overthinking, self-doubt, limiting beliefs, caring about others' opinions, and why we care about coaching others to be their best selves. Before you become a fly on the wall during our conversation, I wanted to take a moment to thank our sponsor. If people have not seen me posting about you, resharing your posts and your stories and all the things, and they haven't tapped on you, mm-hmm. go ahead and introduce yourself to our listeners, like who you are, what you do, and kind of how you got connected with Train Like a Gymnast. So I am a personal trainer. I am a behavior change specialist. Yes, that is an actual certification. And so my whole background really is health um, and exercise science. I graduated from Oral Roberts University in Tulsa, and um, my whole journey through life has been health and exercise. So I try to emulate that in my life and bring it into other people's lives. Um, I'm currently working at a medical spa here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and I love it because I also have a side to me that just loves like all things beauty. So I kind of roll that all into one. I just want to make the person the best that they can be, you know, inside and out. So um, that's a little bit about me. I love people. I love life. I love um, exploring. Um, Why do I get nervous? Like telling about myself. (laughs) Hear my heart beating. (laughs) You're fine. You're fine. This isn't even live. Don't even worry. <laughs> that's the funniest part about it, but that's good. I always like just saying how I'm feeling because I'm like, all right, it's out there. We're not hiding it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And it's normal. It's normal to feel that way too. So uh, you, I'm trying to remember. Okay. So you came to Broadway gym and we just happened to meet during like adult class one time. And then we just like kept in contact after. Is that, that's right. Right. Yes. That was so cool. So um, I think I just found you randomly, like probably scrolling through Instagram found, I don't, you know, I don't know how early you stumble across pages, but, um, I just loved your page because as a former, right. yeah, yeah. So as a former gymnast, I just love like seeing all the tricks and I love that you do pull too. I think that's amazing. Cause it's such a, it's just a unique craft, you know? And, um, so I just started following you and then just like recently, probably it was this past year, wanted to come out to LA and go to a gym out there, like where you can have just open practice to yourself. We don't really have availability here in Tulsa. And so I reached out to you and you were so sweet and you were like, yeah, come, you know, if I see you there, it'd be awesome, you know? And it just happened to be, yeah, that that one day, I remember like walking in and seeing you and being like, I think that's Danielle, but she's (laughs) smaller than what I like, you know, it's like, you don't know like a person yeah. on Instagram, but then they also look a certain way in real life. Not that you're like different or anything, but I was just like, right. she like you're so fit and muscular. A lot of people think I'm tall. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> now what the life size look is, right? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Cause you came up to me 
and you're like, I'm Dominique, I'm the one who messaged you. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. Cause a lot of people ask me like through DMs, like what gyms are nearby and this and that. And so I just, I tell people, but then I never like connect or meet them in person. And so that, I do remember that. I totally forgot about that. That's awesome. Okay. And you came to our workshop a few weeks ago or last week. Yeah. Yeah. So what was Um, that experience like for you? So the experience was, I was, you know, journaling about it um, today and I didn't know what to expect going in, you know, cause you're like, okay, gymnastics workshop. We're just going to be doing flips and skills and training all day long. That was like kind of my, where my head was, mm-hmm. but it blew me away, Danielle, because I mean, we've had a couple conversations where you've asked me like, you know, some really like important things when it comes to be an athlete or, um, you know, even maybe like business type questions, but to really like sit there for like half the workshop and just get to go, like you brought to, um, brought to us like a whole, I don't want to say like curriculum, but it was like a whole thing of what are your limiting beliefs? What are your goals? What's the vision for you? Like, do you even have any vision? You know what I mean? Like those types of like that mindfulness work that we did in the beginning, is it just hits home with me so much because that's where I'm in at in my life right now. And so to be able to like have that, to just have that there in California and like with a group of people, oh, it was my favorite thing about about the workshop. Yeah. And you flew out for it. And and you're yeah, well that was our it was our second workshop, but you're our first like out of stater who has committed to like making a trip out of it and so how how did you make that decision to be like okay this is a one-day thing it already costs money to go how am I justifying making a weekend trip out of it flying out there staying I know your sister lives here so that helped like but how like with where you are in your life and everything you're going through how did you justify this and make it happen I think for me, like I said, I really love traveling and exploring. Um, if I have an itch, I have to scratch it kind of a thing, you know? And so when you presented me with this opportunity, I just, I saw, you know, like the price on it, but then I just saw it as like, why would I not just take a chance, go meet more people, get to develop a better friendship with you. Doc Jen was a part of it and I follow her as well for at least a couple years now. And I don't know, just something about getting out of where you are and where you live and outside of everything that you know, makes you tap into another part of yourself. You kind of feel like you can leave that person behind and you're free, you know? And so more than ever, because I just turned 30 this year, um, I'm trying to really take my life to the next level. And anything that I feel like I have maybe held myself back in or really, truly haven't done, I feel so much more like I need to do that now. You need to because you really won't get these years back in your life, you know? I've been developing a bigger vision for myself and just committing to more things that I feel like will help me as a person grow and and really, truly get to live the best life. And so all of what you were offering, Danielle, was like, why would I, why would I not, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> this is so good that I'm like taking notes <laughs> <laughs> on yours. Yeah. Like your, when you sent me that picture this morning of your, your notes that you took for this, I was like winning 
goals. Like I wish everybody would show up the way you do because it's so inspirational and you take things so seriously that it's honestly like you are the ideal client for anybody to work with. And I'm so like grateful that I get to work with you. Oh, I love you. I, I'm, I feel so blessed too. I feel like so grateful, especially after this workshop. I was like, dang, I always knew she was cool, but she just <laughs> blew the lid off of it. I was like, she really gets it. Like she is so committed to what she's doing that you want to be connected with people like that, you know? Exactly. And so it's like, I can work with people who want to learn gymnastics, who want to get back in shape. But one of the pieces there has to be that they want to grow as a person and they're not satisfied with where they are. Like they want more out of life and they know that they're like, there's gotta be more. They know they have more untapped potential, but maybe they just don't know how, or they need guidance there. And I can use, you know, the, the lessons and the actual, you know, physical learning of gymnastics to take people there. Uh, yeah, especially for athletes. So that's, I really appreciate it. I love it. I love it. Okay. So what, I mean, like, so we did the work, the workbook, right? So what did you write down kind of like that you struggled most with mentally and physically? So my, when I was writing down, um, mentally, I, I, I put down a, a couple different things. I put down um, in my past, it's, it's getting better now, but like the overthinking of things has been a, a struggle for me. Mm-hmm. The self doubt, um, just really getting too lost in my head. I'm an Enneagram five. And if you, I don't know, what are you on your Enneagram? Do you know? I don't think I've done it yet. Oh my gosh. But I feel I'm, like I would be like a two, aren't, aren't twos like more very like type A type or is that well, the opposite? They could be, but the two is a helper and like, so as a coach, you could definitely ex- uh, exude or exhibit traits of a two. Mm-hmm. I also like wonder if it would be an eight, which is like a challenger and they're like the go-getters and like they are the like super focused people, which being a five that I am, I'm a person who kind of like lives in my head and questions everything and wants to investigate and research and um, but I also have this whole like side of me that's an eight, which if that was what you are, when I'm at my best self, I am super focused. I'm challenged. Like I feel challenged. I'm just like right. in mode, you know? So speaking on that, like I kind of have been struggling or in the past have struggled with just like living in my head too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I was looking at it this morning was thinking, man, that kind of can contribute to some like procrastination, um, things with just moving forward in life. You know what I mean? If you would just do those things and not like live in your head, but just like get out of it and do, you would see so much more progress in your life. You know, Mm -hmm. um, being a perfectionist type personality, you know, you can almost like put things on hold for too long because you're like, I've got to be perfect, you know? And, um, so that was like maybe the mental part that I've like struggled with. Um, the physical side I feel so blessed when I was like thinking about this because I don't, if, if like, this is what you kind of want to like the way that answer it. Um, I don't have like physical issues or ailments or things that hold me back. I'm very blessed to be very healthy. Um, if I ever had any issues, it's like my body bounces back really quick or I know how to like work through them. So I feel so blessed in that area that, um, I've been strong like all my life, you know, um, so as far as like physical limitations or anything that I struggle with, I, there's really not anything that I do. And I, I say it like 
very like thankfully, you know. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. So then what made you, I guess, decide to become a PT? Um, <clears throat> I fell in love with having a personal trainer myself because I saw the, ch the actual changes that my body could make with a lot of just extra discipline, a lot of, you know, just that extra help. Right. So when I experienced that for myself, I was like, it, light bulbs were just like going off and excitement and joy and, you know, progress in my own life. And I was like, how can I, I want to do this, you know, like I never knew what it was like to have a trainer. And I was like, man, if this works in my life, I wonder if I can do it for other people, you know? Yeah. And so what made you have a personal trainer? I don't remember. So <clears throat> back when I was still dancing for the Oklahoma City Thunder, we had um, a trainer for the squad. And so we had to go to um, boot camps as a team. And then we had to also do workouts outside of it. So developing that relationship with a trainer, um, I just, I fell in love with workouts. I fell in love with getting that relationship, that one-on-one, -on -one. like this trainer gets to know like you, you know what I mean? Like your darkest like secrets can be exposed, your weaknesses can be exposed, but you like, there's a trust there. So it was really cool to just develop such a relationship like that. Right. Um, I did a couple body competitions and that was really awesome too, because you saw like truly like with so much like focus and discipline where you could take your body, you know, it's, right. uh, it's amazing like what you can do, you know? <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. So what is it that you do now for your, your health and fitness that like to, to keep and maintain it and, and why does it matter to you? So I know like literally from birth, from the time that I came out the womb, I was like made for like being, you know, a fit queen, you know, like yeah. I just, I, my mom was a trainer. Um, and, and I just feel like I probably developed like that in me. Mm -hmm. So, um, if I'm not like working out, it's almost like I lose who I am. Like <clears throat> I, I, really truly almost get depressed i can feel myself get anxious i can feel myself you know what i mean like all those like emotions of like oh, just like oh, like there's a frustration in you you know and it's just such a healthy release to go to the gym to sweat it out you know and do whatever it is that will make you feel better you know right. i love keeping up my workouts i love trying different types and meeting different people through different environments. So it just, it's like a hobby. Um, and if, you, if I keep myself like trying different things and I stay, I, I, I stay more consistent with it, but I just know I have to stay consistent too, because it's my well-being. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That was, that's what I was going to ask is like, if you, if you do one type of training, like do you go to the gym or do you do all these different things? I, I think I saw you do some, some boxing thing maybe, yeah. and then, and then you do gymnastic stuff and you do yeah and all of that so you, oh, yeah. you do that. I I think that's just the funnest way to just keep your mind in it not get bored mm -hmm. um, that's really like the biggest thing is like just keeping yourself excited about what am I going to do today what do I want to do is it a boxing class is it a yoga class do I just want to go on like a nice run do I feel like I want to pump some iron like you know <laughs> right you just there's so many options so you, you never can feel like you're stuck in a rut right yeah changing it up keeping it interesting and just living an active lifestyle where that's just part of your lifestyle. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Good. So 
this is something that I'm now trying, I'm like, I'm starting to say a lot more because I saw this quote and I read it like resonated with me a lot. So how do you see your health and fitness, mental and physical as an investment, not an expense? I love that. So like when I was kind of thinking about, you know, investing in, you know, the workshop, um, I took it as just a, an improvement on myself. But when, when I was there, I loved that you said something about like, if you don't invest in yourself now, <laughs> you know, you're going to have to do it later. Right. And that may be at a greater cost. You know, there might be more pain um, associated with that cost, you know, be it physical, financial, whatever it is, you know. So whatever you can do right now to invest in yourself is going to pay off in the long run, you know. Um, so I looked at it as it's making me a better person now and it's preventing me from anything later. Um, and it's it just, I can't stress enough, like how much like better it makes me feel because I can also like then pour out to other people, you know, and I think that's a huge thing is like, if you're not at your best, you can't give anything else to this world, you know? So that's a huge thing. I think, I just think when you invest in yourself, you're able to like invest in others better. Right. Yeah. It's like, I just said this was with one of the girls who, who slept over last night from the girls night. And I was like, if you, if your cup is empty, you can't be like, here, take a sip to someone else. Like, yes. you, you just, you, oh, it doesn't work. work. Yeah. Yeah. You have nothing to give. And, and if you're not investing in yourself, like what's the opposite? Like what's going to happen? Like you're crabby, you're moody, you're, you don't like, you just can't show up for people, you know, like you snap. I mean, stress levels just get up there, Ugh, all that, you know? Right. So. It's so what just, would you say to somebody who does not care about personal development or their health and fitness? Like they don't have time. They don't have enough money to, to go take a class, to go to the gym, to hire a trainer. They don't, they have kids. They, they can't work out at home. Like all of the excuses that people have, like, what do you say to them for not investing in themselves? That's, I love that question because so it's tricky because you don't want to like slam somebody and be like, well, good luck in life. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. sucks. you know, so, you know, I told you that I did this behavior change certification and behavior change is, and that certification was so dealing, like it dealt so much with psychology of the person. Mm -hmm. You need to get down to the nitty gritty of why. So why, why you're not doing it and what's going to happen when you're, when you don't do it, you know, what, yeah. Robbins talks about like the pain pleasure principle that like yep. is what you're not doing causing you more pain and at what like how painful does it have to get in order for you to like change and so I really have a girl that I'm working with right now on getting her um just into a better uh we're doing like a detox and so she's learning discipline on how to say no to things mm -hmm. um and I and she you know kind of gave me her excuses at first and I said well what is it that would happen though if you did do this if you did commit to this detox and and you know like finishing it out she was like i think i would just have so much more confidence in myself i would look at myself and be so proud of myself and so you know if you can get the person who is avoiding this or not wanting to invest in themselves if you can get them to like think about well what would happen like what in your life would shift if you did 
then maybe you can get them to start thinking, oh my gosh, okay, like, okay, where can I cut back in my life? Maybe it's an expense or it's a, you know, devoting too much time to something. You know, you can get them to think like, okay, maybe I can squeeze this in somewhere. Maybe I really, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, you got to get to like the root cause of people's, you know, yeah. why. And they why get not. resourceful. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And have you ever done the, the exercise where you kind of go the opposite? So not just like, what would it look like if, but what, mm. would it, what does it look like if you keep moving in the direction that you are headed, right? So five, 10, 20 years from now of this same crap that you are saying or not doing, like, what does that look like? Because if you keep moving there, that's the direction you're headed. So what is, like you said, like, how painful does it have to get? And sometimes that wakes people up more because that happened when I went to Tony Robbins, um, Unleash the Power Within in March. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was epic. And, but they took the kids out for this exercise. Like any kid that was in the room, they had to go into a different room. I was like, what's about to happen? It's like, is this like really serious? Because he was cursing, you know, everybody's cursing the whole time. So like kids are hearing that. I'm like, why, why now do they have to, to get out? So then, you know, lights are totally black and, and LA was 15,000 people in one room. Oh my gosh. And it was, it was stuff like 10 years from now, who's still putting up with, with you who is still here who has left your life are you still here 20 years from now add that pain and that you know stress and all of that negativity on top of you now make the sound of what that feels like and you just hear these like blood curling screams from 15,000 people of like trauma he said if your neighbor next to you is crying do not touch them they're an adult they can go through this let them handle it oh and so God. people are just like you, it sounds like it's a like a shooting, like a, like everybody is screaming and dying. And so now I know why the children had to leave, and people are just are, they're sobbing. But you're in pitch black, so you're just hearing this. You can't see anybody else really. You just hear the sounds of it and like the pain that people go through. And why does it have to get to that point for some people? Like in real, like we're imagining it, right? But that's what a lot of people, that's where a lot of people are. So we're like, I'm, I'm almost 30, you're 30, right? Yeah. Now when we're 50 and if we are not investing in ourselves and we've not been taking care of our body, like Jen said, like mobility and all of that is like brushing your teeth. It's preventative healthcare. Right. Right. Anything that we're doing as trainers or, you know, behavior change specialists, we are part of your healthcare team, just like your doctor is, but we're preventative. They're reactive right. after you right. have symptoms, right? So this is kind of the more important side. It's like nobody waits until, if, well, people do, but you don't want to wait until your tooth falls out to go see the dentist if you could have brushed and flossed. Right, right. It's the same yeah. thing with your mind and your body. So soapbox exiting, I'm done. Oh, with that. <laughs> I think... I think I had that whole situation happening in my life before I turned 30. I was having a really seriously painful experience. You know, they say like millennials have um, a midlife crisis, like they have their midlife crises or crises, whatever it is, like earlier on in their Mm -hmm. life now because the world is changing so much and there's so much opportunity out there and there's so much that we can do that it puts you at this like, where do I want to be? Who do I want to be? Almost like multiple times in your life, I feel like. Yeah. So having that, um, 
I was having that the last year of my, you know, of my twenties. And I left one of my jobs because I was like, I, I just can't keep showing up at this place. Oh, right. Yes. And, and I, and I moved away for a summer and just got out, but I realized a lot of what I was running from was what a lot of, was what I actually needed to deal with which was a lot of stuff going on in my head, a lot of um, uh, just things that I had not dealt with. That's all I can say is just beliefs about myself of why I couldn't do what I wanted to do. And it was all bull crap, you know? It was just like those self-limiting beliefs that we talked about at the workshop. And um, it was cool doing that exercise too at the workshop because you started to see like, oh my gosh, like so many people there share the same like self-limiting beliefs. It's like, you're not alone in this world. You know, you're not alone. Yeah. It was, it was a beautiful thing to see. And like when you write those out and then like, so you had us write things out and then write the opposite, almost like the affirming, empowering belief. Mm -hmm. It was just really good to compare and contrast the two, you know? And so basically all of that was stuff that I had to get really real with. And and I think it's shoved me and pushed me and I've been happily stepping into this whole new side of myself because I'm like, if you keep doing what you were doing, you're just avoiding and you're stuffing and you're going to be just trapped five, 10 years from now if you don't get out of it, you know? Exactly. Do you feel comfortable sharing what those were? Like, let's say a listener right now has those same limiting beliefs or they don't even realize that that is their belief system and that they can change it. Like, how yeah. can you relate to someone who's listening and help them get out of that with your story? Um, I think that if I, so, okay, I just tell about this book that I've read that has literally changed my life. Mm -hmm. um, it's called Awaken the Giant by Tony Robbins. Right. And it is like the Bible. It's like the size of the Bible, you know? Right, right. Um, it's taken me since July to read it, but it's so amazing because in the very last chapter of the book, it was talking about identity. Mm -hmm. And what I was struggling with through um, other people's eyes and how they had seen me probably for so long, whether it was great or whether I felt like they didn't see the best side of me. So for instance, like people had seen me as a thunder girl and my pedestal prime days. And I felt like I had to always live up to this person and be this person. And then people had seen me as a personal trainer and one of the top personal trainers at this gym. And I had to live up to that. So I was always living up to this expectation of others and not allowing myself to just be me or even sometimes do the things that I truly wanted to do. Um, and I was struggling with, well, you, I was also struggling with those like negative beliefs. Like, why could you, you can't do what, you can't do what Danielle's doing. You can't really help other people and do it online. You can't um, post certain pictures of yourself because that's just like shared with you guys, attention seeking when really it wasn't attention seeking. It's just, I'm celebrating myself. I love, like, I get to choose to love me, you know, like, like you said in, at the workshop, you are your own best friend in the end, you know? So I was struggling with just accepting myself and allowing myself to just love me, you know? Um, I, I felt like I just wasn't ever perfect enough, quote unquote, perfect enough in looks or I don't know, in having enough life experiences, you know, just thinking that you don't have enough of what it takes, you know? So just these negative things that I wanted everything to happen so quick. That was another thing. And I started to realize that anything that you really want in life is not going to be just a quick lift. 
you know? So there's a lot of stuff that was going on in this head and heart of mine. And as soon as I just honestly left Oklahoma, processed, got out, and then even came back and had to keep doing it, I, I just really began to find a lot of inner peace, almost just like facing it. And that book just truly changed my life that like, whoever you want to see yourself as, you can see yourself that way. You don't, nobody else can say like, you can't be somebody, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think just stepping into and owning who you are and believing that like who you want to be, you can be that, you know? Right. Yeah. So many of us wait for permission to be able to take a step. And that's yeah. kind of like what we do is we help, we kind of validate people to behavior change, right? We right. validate people to be like, it's okay for you to take this step. Like right. I'm guiding you, giving you permission. And that's sometimes all people need. Right. Yes. Just like an encouragement and to somebody to say like what you're doing is okay. Mm-hmm. Some people mm-hmm. don't have that, you know? Right. And I feel like maybe that was like what I needed more of. And for some reason I almost chose to like hide from people rather than express. And I've, which is so weird because even when I did express, people would always celebrate whatever it was that I was like doing. But for some reason, I just felt like they weren't going to. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's another trap is thinking that people are, I don't know, so focused on us, you know, when really there's just more, they're so focused on themselves. They're really not worrying about what you're doing, you know? Exactly. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like my podcast episode came out later yesterday and I'm like, People are not waiting for you to drop it at this exact time like Kylie Jenner. So it's okay. Yeah. Like, it's okay that it came out in the same day. So I had that, like, relief taken off of me and that pressure. So I was trying to get it done, like, Wednesday night and having Claire, our operations manager, help. And I'm like, we are not Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) it's okay that it came out a few hours late. Like, I don't need to feel like a failure if you miss a deadline or have to push it back, like it's yeah. okay. Life well, is going to happen. Yeah. You know, life is going to happen. Totally. So last few questions, because I mean, we're, we're getting so into it. This is exactly kind of what I wanted to, to focus on. Um, right. What's the best advice you've ever gotten from a coach or a teammate? So I feel like I've had probably several nuggets you know and Mm -hmm. and tips and wisdom imparted but I'll never forget when I had my trainer and I was doing that body competition this was like back in 2013 I think was my first very first one you know so it's the first time where you're on a super strict diet doing these workouts you're carb depleted you're craving you know some sugar and um it was so funny because it's like he was like watching me through the window like or he could like my mind you know and I got this random text message from him I was probably like getting ready to do like some sonic flurry run or something like that you know and he texted me and was like focus it was just the most random just focus I will never forget just seeing that word focus and I realized he knew that I was probably in a in a place of like weakness Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and that word just meant like remember why you're doing what you're doing remember there there's an end to what you're doing don't give up on your goal right now this is like the middle this is the hard part this is where you're really being tested 
but like that word focus meant so much to me at that time because it was like all right okay all right like get back in alignment say no you know what I mean walk away from whatever it is and it was just really good because I think whether you're on a team or you're doing something solo it's so easy to you know what I mean lose focus like why am I doing this Right. It's so hard right now. There's so much to handle. I just, you know what I mean? And you want to just like tap out, cop out, right. you know, go whatever it is. So to me, I just, that word resonates with me because even like now in my life, I can feel sometimes like overwhelmed with like the goal and the mountain and, you know, achieving, but just stay focused with what you're doing. It takes time, but stay focused, you know? Right. right. Every, every coach needs a coach. Because yes like I said, the workshop, like even the best athletes have coaches. And even if those coaches haven't, you know, succeeded as much as an athlete, they know how to coach and they know how to make people better. So I used to not like that idea. Cause I used right. to think, Oh, I have to have it all together. Cause I right. am the, nobody should be able to coach me. I got this. Right. Oh gosh. And let me tell you, like <laughs> humble yourself. <laughs> right. You know, like the only way to get better is truly to have a coach and to learn from them and have that accountability and all, all of that, you know? Right. And you don't know what you don't know. And exactly. Yeah. That's how you get better. All right. Last question. What does it mean to train like a gymnast? Oh, girl. So, um, I really feel like that concept began to sit in a little bit more on um, Sunday at the workshop, especially with the way that, you know, you brought up like the whole mindfulness thing. And I feel like gymnasts are very intentional with what they're doing, what they're going in to do. I mean, that's a full, it's your body that's doing what you're doing. And you have to, you have to see things before, like in your mind, before you see it happen out there, you know? Mm -hmm. I had on my Instagram profile for a bit before I just changed it. It said, um, you'll see it when you believe it. So everything starts mm -hmm. inside. And I think gymnasts are that way where they, you see them there up on the beam before they do a pass on a freaking beam where it's, what is it? Like six inches? Four. Four inches. Ah, like they're getting so zone, you know, yeah. um, before they, put their hands on that bar and begin, you know, what they're doing or before they take that floor tumble pass, you know what I mean? Like the vault, God, that one always scared me, you know? but like, <laughs> like you have to vision it, you know? And so training like a gymnast to me means like just having vision and then execution, you know? 100%. And I actually lied. This is the last question. What's an action someone can take today to make their health and fitness like 1% better, to just be better, execute? I wrote a couple things on, you know, this because I thought, okay, what is it that 1%? I, I just wrote down a couple things. So one of them was pick up a book. <laughs> just pick up a book, a self-help book of some sort, and just read. Read a little bit a day, 10 minutes a day. Mm -hmm. Grow your mind challenge yourself that probably right there will be one thing that will transform your life like right there um put down your phone stop scrolling all the time because what you're doing subconsciously is you're comparing yourself to other people and other people's journeys we're all guilty of it 
if you can clear your head a little bit more and get more like, you know, focused in on like you and who you are as a person, mm-hmm. you know, we just, we need to block out sometimes all the things that's coming at us. And sometimes that, that can be the easiest way is just taking the phone away from you. Mm-hmm. Um, I put down, get better sleep. Being able to have a rested mind is, you know, crucial. Sleep, you just feel better the next day. You're, you interact with people differently. Like you think clearer, all that. And listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Which hopefully if they're at this point, they have. That was the last one. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. And, and it's not that everybody has to do every single thing that she said, but if one of those resonated with you more than the others, do that. That's your one action for today. And execute because you're, you're going to envision it. You're going to picture, okay, yeah, I can do that. Boom. Make it happen. And then see what results happen. So yeah, I can't thank you enough. This was one of my favorite episodes to do because it's so in alignment with like the direction that Train Like a Gymnast is moving. And just like in general, kind of like myself in the business as well. So had some ideas pop up in here. Awesome. Thank you so much for letting me be a part of it. I totally feel like it was not, um, I mean, it wasn't a coincidence that we met. I feel like it was like supposed right. to happen now. I feel like I'm realizing more and more, like go after what it is that you want. If it feels weird to like reach out to a person, don't feel weird about it. Like, right. you know what I mean? You're I good tried on Instagram, but it's like blocking me right now. But yeah, I'm trying to do the same thing with like people and, and connect. But I guess the next time that I see you will be in Hawaii. What are you looking forward to most? Oh my gosh, I'm so stinking excited. I was literally looking at flights today, so we're going to be figuring that out. I know, I'm like, Black Friday. Hopefully they have some good specials. But you also, you know you get that 5% off Hawaiian Airlines. Oh, yes, and actually, I was looking up, they're supposed to have specials too, but thanks for reminding me about that. I'm going to need to, I'll do that. I'll play around with it uh, to there. I'll play around with it from LA to there, because who knows what will be better, so. Yeah, I'm so excited. So if any of you listening have loved anything that Dominique has said, and you want to come with both of us to yes. Hawaii on the retreat, uh, just go to trainlikeagymnast.com slash events. Yeah, to, to look at our event schedule, and you'll be taken to the link um, for the retreat. And we'd love to have you there. Who knows, yes. you could end up being Dominique's roommate and be an awesome, <laughs> an awesome retreater. You'll be a founding retreater because this is our first of many to come. I'm so freaking stoked for it, Hawaii. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening and uh, tune in next week for the next episode. Be sure to share this with your friends. We appreciate you listening. Thanks, Danielle. Real quick interruption. I'm hosting my first ever Train Like a Gymnast retreat in Hawaii in February. I'm so excited about this retreat. Not only is it going to be a nice change of pace and be a fun chance to tumble around the island and snap some awesome photos with our professional photographer, here's the deal. This retreat, it's going to change lives. If you're a formerly competitive athlete, parent of an athlete, aerialist, or gymnastics fan dreaming about changing your life starting with your mindset first, I swear when you get that piece, it changes the whole game for you. Your physical abilities will follow. I want you to walk away from the experience having such incredible breakthroughs and clarity that you can't wait to start executing once you get home. You'll miss your new family for sure, but you won't lose touch because by the end of this retreat, you'll be operating at your full potential. 
To learn more, just head to trainlikeagymnast.com slash retreat or go visit the link in the show notes for more information. If you've loved everything you've heard in this episode or have any takeaways, be sure to leave a review. And as a thank you, I'd like to send you our athlete success kit. I've included everything in this guide that helps me stay successful and productive personally and professionally. If you want your copy, just leave us a review and send us a screenshot to team at trainlikeagymnist.com and we'll shoot it right over to you. Until next time, train with purpose.